Hello and welcome to Lux the Podcast. My name is Margot Morin, America's Catholic sweetheart. And Bonadal. I don't know what that means. Steven <laughs> Antonio. Bonadal. You don't know what it means? I think it means Merry Christmas in Italian. I think so. Oh, and my uncle used to say Bone Natalie because that's what it kind of oh, felt no. like. No. He's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Uh, we're here to talk about the Epiphany Correct. episode. Yes. It's the Ep Ep. Yeah, it's so it, unfortunately, it's a little bit of a rerun. Uh, why is that unfortunate? I don't know if people come. They want something new every year. But... It's fresh. It's new. It's just a year old. But hey, we don't make the decisions here. They do the same readings every year on Epiphany. Correct. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know. Next year, we'll come back to it. Yeah. 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 Next year. Yeah. For the meantime, check out this uh, vintage episode. Yeah. Enjoy. Hello and welcome Hi. to Lux the Podcast. My name is Margot Warren. I'm America's Catholic sweetheart. Hi, I'm Stephen Antonio, and I'm the guy holding up the star at the live nativity. Oh, I love it. It's like that dad that's like, <laughs> my wife wanted me to get involved. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> they dragged me here. I'm only here for my kids. Margaret, is this the last Sunday of Christmas? Yes, yeah, 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 the Christmas season. We're Merry Christmas. Up. Thanks, thanks. And back to you, too. We go back into ordinary time All after right. this. And but what do we do here? Here at Lux? Yeah. The podcast? The podcast. I'm just the podcast. Here at Lux, we, we listen to the Sunday Gospel coming up. L. We understand it in a new way. I do the, re- the research so you don't have to. You. <laughs> and then we talk about our own experience. Of the gospel reading, what, uh, how it relates to our personal, our lives, like our living yeah. real life lives, yeah. and uh, that's it, basically. Lux, Lux, Lux. See that? That's how we. That's why it's called that. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it also means light in Greek. Is that correct? In Latin, yes. Latin. Ugh, get those confused all the time. Yeah. Yep. And we always start with an icebreaker. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready break this ice okay tell us your new year's resolution and your million dollar idea for the world oh wow so uh my resolution always yeah is to be healthier yeah physically yeah I'll just leave so it far so good <laughs> what date is it uh and um i always had a idea i think it's kind of over now but um be able to kind of sh- um, bills and be able to split it all together and automatically, yeah. but it's already happened. Oh, but I would, thought about this like it would have been amazing, like an 06. Yeah, yeah, I could have been a millionaire. Um, my New Year's resolution also to get healthy. Okay, and um, my million dollar idea is mercy matches what? because the best you know when you're going to the bathroom and it's stinky. Yeah, and the best way to get rid of it is to light a match. Yes, yeah. So like marketed mercy matches, and they might be a little like scented a little gotcha, bit. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, little oils. Yeah, yeah, a little so packet you, of mercy so matches. Like, right. Sorry. Yeah. Like light. Right. Toss in the toilet. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Thanks. Mm. People love a good thing with M. <laughs> they do. Like a, whatever that's called. Like Margot Morn. Yes. Like M A R G O M O R N. Dot com. Dot com. To get all the information on Lux and Margot. <laughs> Mercy matches. So today we're talking about the Feast of the Epiphany. The Epiphany. Epiphany. Little Christmas. I love the Feast of the Epiphany. Do you do? I do. I go on retreat every year. Oh, okay. Yep. Is this the silent one that you go I on? I do. I'm oh, doing, okay. I'm doing three days. Wow. Three days 
It's not the longest, though, is it? No. Uh, that you have done? No, probably. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe? Oh, wow. Just Silent. Every, year, every anyway. year you just add a day. Yeah, add an right. hour. That's right. <laughs> no, I usually go to Ipswich, and this year I'm going to Biddeford Pool. What? It is right on the coast up in Biddeford, Maine, Biddeford, in this massive old Maine. convent mansion place. Yeah. Wow. I'm excited. What? Any reason for the change? Uh, they were full in Ipswich. Oh, really? so. I'm poor planning. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, no, no, no. It's good. I want them to have good business. Oh, great. But yeah, so I'm really excited. I haven't been to this place since I was in high school. And I usually go because, well, I started going that weekend because it was my anniversary at my former parish, so January 6th, 2014, 2014 <laughs> which used to be my password right. for everything. That's just why you know that. Yep. And um, it was just a good time to go up and look back and look forward. And yeah. yeah. And um, now it is no longer my anniversary. But I do love the Feast of the Epiphany. It's nice. a good kind of bright moment in the middle of the winter. So all of like the Christmas chaos has been over right. for a while. Right. Church has been kind of Christmassy. Yeah. But this is a time where between uh, now and Lent. Really, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. So happy, happy Epiphany. Epiphany, yes. Yeah. And this is the time where the the, the kings come to let's, visit. Let's hear Gigi. it. I'll read yeah. to the, <laughs> Gigi. I'll um I'll read the gospel and we'll find out. Okay. You ready? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is from the Gospel of Matthew. This is chapter two, one, two, twelve. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of King Herod, behold, magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying. Where is the newborn king of the Jews? He we saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out, and behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. Mm. Good story. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Greatest hits. <laughs> Greatest hits. I remember doing this a year ago with you. Right. Right? Yep. Yeah. What do you remember? Uh, I remember that the kings were not really religious. They mm -hmm. were more scientific. scientific. <laughs> they were astrologists. Astrologists. Right? Yeah, that word. Yeah. <laughs> like star. But, so, but, um. Would they clash with 
Judaism? Well, they're, yeah, they're literally like astrologists, like people who write your, um, oh, uh, your horoscope, horoscope, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're sort of like kooky, yeah. you know, fringy sort fringy. of people. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so even God again calling the shepherds last week. Yep. This week he's calling the crazies. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So wow, there's there's a lot of that's that's a you can write a book right on that. I'm sure it's been done. No, not Probably. from your point of view, Margo. Oh me, yeah, like you. I could personally write I'm it. Always book? boosting you up, uh, Margo. You're the best. You are the best. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I remember. Yeah. Our discussion at our previous time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see. This is what I do love this holiday because, um. Yeah, God uses the most unexpected people to do his work, to move the story forward, yeah. kind of thing, right? Yes. You okay? You just poked I yourself in the eye. Me, I, but doing right. Um, yes, well, he, there's that phrase I've been trying to say, but I've been saying it incorrectly. <laughs> he doesn't call the. Ah, he doesn't call the equipped, he equips the, the calls. Call. He's right? that word equipped that's on my vocab. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he equips the call. Right. Or you could say he doesn't call the powerful, oh. he empowers the called. All right, what do you want to know about this? What if what's uh what's standing out to you? So this the the uh, so Herod, not yeah. a great guy, right? He's the ruler of the area, right? And he is threatened by Jesus because he everyone's calling him a king. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, surprise, Herod, not the king that you're thinking of. <laughs> true, true. So um, there there's some people going to. Um, try to probably kill Jesus mm-hmm. for a reward, and these kings, these well, are they? I'm sorry, that was allowed. Or these <laughs> actually kings? Why are they called kings? Were they kings? Yeah, that's a good question. Kings. I think. Um, <laughs> could you say it just one more time for kings. me, please? <laughs> okay, let's see. Here's here are some of the questions people have about this. Okay. Okay. So you're answering my question. With I'm going to go ahead Jesus and. Of you. <laughs> I'm just going to fill it in for, for, I'll just head it off. Okay. All the questions you could possibly have. Perfect. So how many men are there? Three. Women are there? <laughs> no, oh. no, there's no women. Just three. Right? Right? We three kings. Based on the gifts. Of Orientar. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, There might be three, but there could just as easily be whoever, who knows? The Bible doesn't say how many. Okay. Okay. So we say oh. three. The number three comes from legends and possibly from the three gifts. Okay, right. Because who would show up without a gift sure. is what they're saying, right? right? Yeah, yeah. people right. only. <laughs> the number, okay. What are their names? Do you remember their names? No. The Bible gives no names. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But one legend sort of lists them as Melchior, Gaspar, and Palthazar. Okay. Sounds like so, characters. Oh, and Balthazar is always portrayed. Pro- Portrayed as a black person. Yes, there's always a person of color. There's there. always one. Yep. Francis do that? No. Because that because he did he set up the nativity. Scene. Oh, I don't, I don't know. So I don't know if the kings, kings would really be part of his nativity scene. Gotcha. Because the kings come much later. Yeah, months, right? Uh, maybe even up to two years. Because what happens next is that Herod sends out this call to say every child under the age of two is to be killed. Oh, okay. So wow, is, I never put that together. That isn't that wild? Years later. Yeah, it could be. So they were, but they were only in Jerusalem 
for a census. So, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know if they settled there for a bit. Or, like, or you, you have to because right. you probably have to sell everything at home <laughs> for this freaking census, right. right? I mean, just... Right. And because we always also see them as refugees, so that means they, uh, they are a person without a home. Right. Or not welcome back. Right. Wow, this is... It's getting... Mind-blowing me. It's so cool. <laughs> So cool. I love that. Okay, so the Bible say, never says they are kings. Oh, it calls them magi or mag magi, and magi were a number of different things, but they were not kings. Oh, okay. The story. Let's see what it says. One 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 writer describes this thing as a whole gospel crammed into a few paragraphs. I kind of love that. Oh, okay. So the magi. Um, many English translations render this Greek word wise men yeah. or <clears throat> and one version calls it astrologers in a footnote, but it's being really misleading. Maybe they're calling them wise because they know this thing. They follow the star, but, oh, um, right, right. but originally in Persia, the Magi were dream interpreters. By Jesus' time, the the term referred to astronomers, fortune tellers, or stargazers. In fact, our word ma magic or magician comes from the word magi. So they were not so much respectable wise men or kings, but horoscope fanatics, a practice condemned by Jewish standards. We might compare them to people in fortune teller booths or people in a psychic hotline. Or other occupations that foretell the future by stars, tea leaves, tarot cards, etc. One writer describes the Magi this way. They would represent, to the early Jewish reader, the epitome of Gentile idolatry and religious hocus-pocus. Dabblers and chicken gizzards forever trotting off here or there in search of some key to the future. I... This... Is crazy. Why? Why? <laughs> because if a certain group of people yeah. knew this yeah. about the three quote unquote kings, yeah. I don't know how they would react because they're so anti <laughs> yeah. all of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. In their belief and ways of life mm -hmm. that they would, if, a, if it happened today, mm -hmm. they would not welcome these people. Right. And do not. And do not. Right? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. is, that is crazy. Yeah. So, do you have... The... Wait, I just want to oh. say, huh? you asked why would we call them kings then? Why do we call them wise men? And I think that there's your answer. They like, right? Like, we, we're, edit, they're editing the story. Gotcha. I was just going to ask, when was the yeah. first time they called them kings? Yeah, I don't know. So this is like, oh, oh, we, we found like, something. We need to... Right. Kings. They were kings. They were kings. They were right. wise men. There's a, there's a Nuts. crash, a nativity scene at the village where I work. Okay. And it's, you know, it's beautiful. <laughs> there, everyone is like clothed in beautiful satin clothing. Oh, okay. And it's it's very clearly like an expensive, you know, Peace. set. Okay. And the magi, magi, wise men, king, are all wearing like golden turbans and yeah. flowing fabrics, and their camel has like lots of stuff, and and I just am not sure, <laughs> you know. 
it's, if that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. It's curious. Well, you know, it's been it's interesting because you you you're saying it. This, this viewers of Scott stars, ooh, stars. Yeah. But that is how early humans would navigate. Sure. So there is something real in that. Sure. You know, well, like studying sure, yeah. the the solstice and studying the yeah and and heart when it's to harvest and all that thing. Mm-hmm. But then they kind of twist it a little bit when it's like fortune telling and. This is what happens, right? You take like you take things that may have meaning yeah. and you add meaning to them and then they become superstitious. Yeah. Right? You yeah. give them power yep. instead of just using their information right. sort of thing. The sun's rising, the sun's setting. Right. But Right. But oh, oh. if if it's right. When yeah, right. This. If I'm here <laughs> and the Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just so interesting. So again, God is just using the the what society says you shouldn't be using right to glorify his king his right son. that's cool and again like like you said this is god revealing god's self that's what epiphany means oh, the okay. revelation okay so god's revealing god's self to the very people you wouldn't expect right all the wrong people yeah right yeah all in the story on purpose and then the yeah. only jewish or is Herod Jewish or he's Roman? Um, let me think. I've got this. There's no rabbis, there's no Pharisees, right? Sadducees in these stories, right? The historical Herod, I, I'm guessing not Jesus, but I don't, I don't know enough to say he was Roman or, or something. Not Jewish, not Jesus, not Jewish, yeah. also not Jesus. Like, he's Jesus. <laughs> this uh, is right. how rumors get started. <laughs> So I have a note about Herod. Well, historical Herod was quite paranoid about usurpers, people taking his job, and had some of his own sons killed for that reason. Yeah, he put his favorite two sons to death. He'd already, he had already executed their mother, his favorite wife. He was very dangerous. Can you imagine, Margo, yeah. and listeners, that you have so much power yeah. that you would want to kill someone to mm-hmm. save that power? Like, what luxury is that? <laughs> what privilege? I think we're seeing in the world oh. right now how strong power is as a motivator for people. Yeah, on both sides. Because, I, you know, I'm growing up not having a ton of money i wasn't like a poor kid yeah probably maybe i was i don't know but um i always thought it was like money like people would get into politics or be in in show business or whatever for money and now i know that these people have a lot of money and they're willing to throw that away for power yeah like they'll do anything for power i think that's fascinating Uh it must be great to have power, I yeah, guess. I guess. But they're also threatened by anyone else that could hinder just a little bit away from them. Yeah. Like yeah. It must be the, like, the, just like, greed or, like, the, just the pure. Yeah. It has to be not good. Right. You know, it has to be. Yeah. So crazy. I mean, it's even, junk food, right? It's yeah. like food with no nutrition at all. Right. But it tastes great. And it's addicting. Yeah. And you can't get enough. Yep. You want more. You want more. Crazy. I do have another note about Herod. Yeah. Herod is the name of a Jewish family with strong connections to the Roman government. Members of the family ruled over Palestine from about 
55 BC until the close of the first century. And this one in our reading is Herod the Great. I heard someone the other day call him Herod the Wicked. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. He was the only one who had the title king. Um, and in, oh, this is so fascinating. In 40 BC, so before Jesus, yeah. the Roman Senate appointed him king of the Jews. But before he could reign, he had to remove Antigonus II from the throne of Judah. Right. So Herod, with Mark Anthony, defeats Antigonus II who was executed by the Romans at Herod's request. So he ruled as king of the Jews from 37 BC to 4 BC. His rule was marked by total loyalty to Rome, harsh repression of any opposition, and family strife. So crazy. So he's hearing, right? Someone's telling him, oh, the king of the Jews is being born. Oh, and and he's he's like, that's my title. Oh, no, no, no. I'm the king of the Jews. Yeah, yeah, it's on my business card. Yeah, exactly. But then he's, okay, I thought Herod also was, oh, so maybe this is the name. Might be. Because uh, we're skipping 33 years in the yeah. in, in future. <laughs> yeah. Pontius Pilate takes over the day. She's a superstar. <laughs> Walk across my swimming pool. Uh, goes, is up to trial. He goes to Pontius Pilate, then he goes back to Herod. So mm. that must be a family member. Yeah, because you only uh, yeah. reached to four. Must be, yeah. So you know what's interesting? So that because Jesus was born around four, right? It's like the latest. I'm not sure. So I'm just thinking how many yeah. years of rule he has left. Right. This could be his last. Right. I mean, he could be like senile, right? Yeah. Like he could be going. Probably he's crazy, crazy. right? Yeah, yeah. He's already I think went. Power <laughs> does that to people. I think. Wow. Yeah. So that's interesting. So back to the point of. uh two years so this is yep it i uh a couple of months ago i the show came out on disney plus called andor oh yeah i've heard of that about star wars but yeah. it's like about the rebels but what it did it gave like a bigger image of like what the world would be like okay. what the world was like okay. the political side and all this and so now i'm like now i have that viewpoint of, of mm. the bat not the baptist the birth of jesus like right there is political culture, situation. political yeah. situation, how that affects, you know, what side you're on yeah. and all that and traveling. And yeah. It's fascinating. It is. And that's that lullaby effect, right? Like you forget to yeah, notice those sweet. details. Yeah. You're like, oh, so nice. But I do love this year. I'm definitely taking, I'm skipping, skipping through we the whole know, podcast. No, we're good. We can go right to X is if you're ready. That I'm focusing on the people who surrounded jesus around his birth because okay. it is not a priest it's yep. not a ruler it yep. is the the low of society yeah that he welcomes at his birth yep. which culturally you know everyone wants to be around a newborn baby yep you know everyone's yep. like let's go let's go to the hospital let's be you know everyone yep. wants everyone important quote unquote wants yep. to be there right and god just envelops all these people who's really looking for looking up to that's, yeah that's very cool yeah that's so quick. I mean, that's nuts. I've heard this 34 times. <laughs> I know. I know. The, still I mean, getting the, something out of it. The flip side of that, too, right, which I think is so meaningful, is that God could have come any way. Like, yeah. God could have revealed God's self however, yeah. any kind of way. Thunder, lightning, yeah. flood. Matching whatever, you know. our expectations. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. 
and and to come as a refugee infant yep right like at before a time of formula even or medical care or you know anesthesia or you know yeah anything like that yeah to to be like the most vulnerable way yeah to reveal god's love to us such a risk yeah and really relying on the humans yeah the good part good humans yeah around him i love that and i love wow. what you're saying too because right like it would be like Herod's idea of a king is that he's at the top of a pyramid and all the people all the important people are around him looking up at him right and at the bottom of the hill are the least important people of society yeah in the manger jesus is down near the ground with the least important so we're talking about Herod at the top of the pyramid yeah people and jesus is as low as you can get like physically to the ground in a manger yeah on the dirt yeah surrounded by the least important people in society with Herod way, way at the outer edge. Yeah. Right? It's just this literal flipping of the story. I yeah. think that's wild. I I agree. Yeah. I agree. I really do. It's it's awesome. Yeah. It's something that we should focus on. It's something we should preach about. It's something that we should always turn back to because we, just, we focus so much on that that site yeah. or that story that the bigger picture is that yeah. All, it, look, just look. Right. If we the more we clean up the story, the less it says something to people who are not perfect, right? So if you come into a church feeling like a mess and every story you hear is about perfection and cleanliness. Right, right. You know, how's that even gonna relate? How can you feel welcomed or right. part of? Right. What's the point? Yeah. I one of the quotes on the plan is God comes through ordinary mixed up people in order to save ordinary mixed up people. <laughs> and that God comes through a birth like all the millions of other births in the world to promise us freedom from sin, fear and death and rebirth as the children of God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 Wow. I love that. Yeah, I do too. I I like uh I like a crush where people are different colors and there's poops. Yeah. And, right, you know, there's right. raisins in the hay. Yeah. And um yeah, I I I feel like it's a much more relatable story. Story. Yeah. Well, just also like the the just the trials of the situation too. Mm-hmm. There's so many things against this birth. Yeah. That it's just a miracle that it, it happened in this in this yeah still a story someone's telling the story mm-hmm. too yeah so he um so the feast is all about Jesus's uh, just kind of this is like the stamp this, this is, is like Jesus's, this is God this, this is, is God. revelation yeah right right here we celebrate that yep we put it at the end of Christmas mm-hmm. to kind of go forth Mm -hmm. kind of thing and make disciples back kind of yeah and it does it just sort of wraps up the story even though because it really could be up to two years later yeah it really is the end of the story of the nativity right right so yeah cool 
Yeah, very yeah. cool. Uh, I love it. Yeah, me too. And I, I, this is what I love about Lux, right? Like, because we talk about this just before going to church, yeah. you know, hearing it like a few days before going, like, no matter what the priest is going to preach about yeah. on Epiphany, uh-huh. you and I are going to be thinking like, this is, yeah. this is, this is, you know, astrologers. These are great, like crazy. Yeah. You know, tea leaf readers. <laughs> I love the tea leaves. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> you know, you've never had your fortune read in tea leaves? Not in tea leaves, no. That's, I think it's a Chinese thing. Oh, that would, yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And they just look at the leaves that are I left definitely have seen uh, tarot cards on TikTok Live. I find it fascinating. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, that, okay. That's maddening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what they do? Yeah. Oh my gosh! I I have had my tarot cards read oh, many times. Yeah, back th- back in the any, day. Any revelations? Any uh, no. truth? No, no, nothing. My for when I'm in my twenties, I had my friend and I used to go to psychics every yeah. once in a while, and they were just so ridiculous. Yeah, that I, one of them told me I should be careful when I rollerblade because I have weak ankles. You know, I've never seen you rollerblade, Mark. That's why. <laughs> No, I went, I to, a, rollerbladed, I went ever. to a fortune teller at once and I only answered yes or no questions okay. because I've heard that they pick up on yeah. cues that you share. They yeah. want you to overshare. Right. And um, it was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. There's, I'm, I'm getting an M. <laughs> Is there an M? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Especially on TikTok. Oh, man. I just. Well, that just—that's like writing a horoscope in a newspaper. Yes, right. Yeah. You're gonna have I a great like day I'm, today. I never understood why someone would, in the 1800s, go to a circus, and now I know why. <laughs> it's just amazing to see. Oh, okay. It's just like, oh, okay. The freak show. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All well. right. That was a good tangent. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a really good tangent. Well, I I hope that this whole kind of Christmas season has been you know, affected by what we've had in conversation here. We love to hear from our listeners. So if if you have anything you want to share with us, you need prayer, you just want to come and be a guest on our Yeah. <laughs> Is that a thing we're not doing? No, yeah, it's fine on the mic, but yeah, we're oh, ready. Right, right, right. Bring your own mic, BYOC. <laughs> but um again, as always, we ask you to just tell someone about it yeah. or review, or rate, leave it review, free. subscribe. Yeah. Like and subscribe. So, right. Well, for the last time, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Stephen. What's coming up next week on the next week? Find out if the three kings gave real gold or fake <gasps> gold. I can't wait. Will Jesus's rings turn his fingers green? <laughs> Find out next week on Lux the, the podcast. podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Lux the podcast. Best way to support the show is to share it with those that you love. Listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or where you listen to your podcasts. Lux the Podcast is written by Margot Morin, and she's available for a spiritual direction at margomorin.com. Lux the Podcast is produced by Stephen Antonio, and you can find him at stephenantonio.com. Find the podcast on Instagram at lux underscore the podcast.